I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's July 10th, and this is no ordinary episode of the 10 News. This is the 10 News Gets Extra. The pandemic didn't just have us humans on lockdown. Zoo animals of the world have also been quarantining. Today, as zoos around the country open their doors, we're here to give you an animal update. Let's dive in. Throughout the pandemic, most of the world's zoos closed down to keep visitors, staff, and of course the animals safe. That's because some animals can contract the virus. There have been confirmed cases of gorillas, tigers, and even domestic cats and dogs who have gotten COVID. But now that vaccines are really rolling out across the country, some animals are finally getting their shot. The Oakland Zoo in the San Francisco Bay Area started inoculating its big cats, bears, and ferrets last week. While none of the zoo's creatures have gotten the virus so far, the staff say they're giving the shots just to be safe. The animal vaccine is formulated especially for animals, and it's still in an experimental state. And the zoo animals have to get two doses, just like some of us. The creature quarantine has also brought a baby boom. Zoos around the world reported there were more babies born than they expected. Like at the National Zoo in Washington, D.C., a roly-poly panda baby was born right after lockdown, even though the zoo staff thought his mom was too old to conceive. His name? Shao Chi Ji, which translates to Little Miracle. And without any people around, Sri Lanka's 4,000 zoo animals were way less stressed. Some animals who had never been parents before had bouncing babies. Among the newborns this year are three lion cubs, a black swan, and a scimitar-horned oryx, an animal that's almost extinct in the wild. Excellent! So as zoos start to open back up, visitors will have plenty of new animals to go gaga for. So without any visitors, what have the animals been up to lately? Our correspondent Anya Schultz goes behind the scenes at the Denver Zoo in Colorado to see what their cool creatures have been doing when we're not watching. There are over 3,000 animals at the Denver Zoo. Normally, the place is packed with visitors who come to see the lions and tigers and elephants. But when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, the zoo didn't let anyone visit for around three months. Emily in Sulaco is one of the people in charge of the Denver Zoo. She said some of the animals really miss seeing people, especially one very friendly giraffe named Dobby. Dobby, our giraffe, he spent one morning overseeing all of the work our horticulture department did. So he he stood right at the edge and, and watched. I think he was supervising, making sure they were doing it correctly. Emily said another animal that loves people is Vin. She's a gibbon, which is a type of ape that lives in the forests of Southeast Asia. Another one of our animals that loves our guests is Vin. She is one of our gibbons that lives out over the islands in our Toyota Elephant Passage exhibit. And she 
is always watching for guests. And when we were quiet, that was another animal that whenever she saw anybody, she'd kind of come out and, and, and watch what they were doing. Some animals use the quiet time at the zoo to discover new places to explore. We had a tiger that was a little on the shire side. Um, and when the zoo closed down, he started exploring his exhibit in different ways and started exploring this overhead ramp that he really hadn't used before. And then he's continued to use that ramp now that we've been open to people. So I think it gave him just that little bit of confidence to try something new while the zoo was a little quieter. Emily said when the zoo was closed, some lucky animals got to explore the space. She said zookeepers took flocks of flamingos on walks around the property. That makes me wonder, what does a zookeeper actually do for their job? The zookeepers are kind of the superheroes. They're the ones that are out there every day. Um, They come in early in the morning and they check on their animals and they give their animals medication if they need that. And they make diets for the animals and they train the animals and they clean up the exhibits and um, set up new things for the animals to check out throughout the day. And they get out there and they talk to our guests so they get to do all of the really fun things. The Denver Zoo is now open, but they've made some big changes to stay safe. Everyone wears a mask, and when you visit, you can only walk through in one direction. No more running back to get one last look at the zebras. Emily said, for now, if you can't visit your local zoo safely, you can go on a virtual safari. Just check out the Denver Zoo on YouTube for some behind-the-scenes animal action. Hey, grown-ups. Are you and the family enjoying the 10 News? If so... Could you please do us a big, big favor? All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and a review, hopefully five stars, but no pressure. You don't even have to stop listening. You could do it right now. Don't worry, I'll wait. Just kidding, take your time, do it though. It may not seem like a big deal, but it really helps other listeners find the 10 news so our community can grow. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. Up next, it's time for... What? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. While some animals were happy to have the alone time, others were missing human faces. One aquarium in Japan asked the public to do what to keep their garden eels happy. Was it A, knit them little sweaters, B, video chat with them, or C, write them letters. Did you guess it? The answer is B, video chat with them. And you thought your mom got lonely when you didn't call. When Tokyo's Sumida Aquarium closed down last March, the staff started to worry that their 300 garden eels were forgetting what humans looked like. That's because they started hiding from their keepers. The shy eels had gotten used to seeing hundreds of human faces peering at them every day. And even though in the wild, this wouldn't be an important skill, in captivity, a hiding eel can't get a regular health checkup. So the aquarium set up a handful of tablets and put on a face-showing festival where people could FaceTime the little eels to say hello. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got to go call my mom and my aunt and maybe 300 garden eels. Time's up. 
Thanks for listening to the 10 News. Look out for new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News creative team is FaceTiming their moms and includes Kate Hale, Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Andrew Hall, Jenna Pasqua, and Sarah Olander. Anya Schultz contributed to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to The 10 News. Thanks for that report, Anya. I'm curious, did the zookeepers stay at the zoo with the animals during the shelter in place? I wonder how many monkeys that left jumping on the bed. <laughs>